Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You may take your seats. And now let me go on because the fire of God's on me. And um, I also want to say that the men's conference, the closing for the registrations today, ne? 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 I see a men's day has got a registration and the registration is, what's it, 200 rand? 200 rand. Saturday morning, here, in this place. Ali Mana, how many of you Mana? Let me see you now. Okay, let me ask you, how many of you Mana did watch rugby last night? Stick it on up, stick it on. Now, how many of you Mana that watched the rugby last night will be also here to watch the work of the house of the Lord on Saturday morning. Mana, stick your hand up. All right. Saturday morning in this place after the prayer meeting. So, James chapter number four, just go any direction now. James chapter number four. And then I, I think I will take the book of John. John. And I'm going to take in John. It's called a John 14. Now, I don't need even half an hour for today's message. I'll just shoot it straight. Right, there we are. We're going to look at that. We're going to look at James chapter number 4, and I just read the word. Now, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? Everything that is of delight, the Greek tells you, whatever is now just nice, pleasant, feathering my bed, making it real comfort, all kinds of not needs but greeds. Right? Where do the wars and the fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You ever think about war against what? Against the Word of God, I tell you. Against righteousness, truth, integrity, peace in the Holy Spirit, holiness unto God. Verse 2, you lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and you cannot obtain. You fight and you war. Yet you do not have, because you do not ask. You ask, and you do not receive, because you ask amiss. That you may spend it on your pleasures. The word there is pleasures, again the same thing. Alles wat my nou laat lekker voel in hierdie wereldstelsel. It covers just about any coveting, greed, any other thing that is a lekker groot idol in the lives of 
people. Yeah, that mixture of language there. Talking the English tale. A lekker groot idol. A real big one. I saw them when I was working in the world system for a time and a season. At the SABC, their work became their gods. I can't, but that stuck with me even those days. Hulle kan die ding nie los in hulle levens nie. Die goha krap en buit en jak. Legai de bos, legete ma. Now, desires that war. You ask, and you do not have, because you do not ask, and if you ask, verse 3, you ask amiss. In other words, to start off with, with the wrong motives. <laughs> the keynote of the industrial, the corporate world, all the time, is caught, caught up in one word, motives. Believe me, I've been a Christian all my life, serving God over 40 years, married now this year, 52 years in December, and in the pulpit for a very long time, researched and now more intense than ever before. I'll tell you what, I want you to go to John chapter number um, 14. I'm just going to take this from the Amplified here. Now, the question of, forget about everything else, asking amiss. Now, the first thing that you need to understand in the life of a prayer warrior is that through 40 years of my life in full-time ministry, plus the rest of school years, which to me is like a picture, I could take you to the table where I wrote my matric exams, into the very same self-spot, to every class, who the teachers was, what they taught, everything. See, all these years, I've come a long, long way with the Lord. I have, as a Christian, walked with a little Bible about half, maybe half this size, about half of this one. And that went with me, no matter where I went on the planet, that Bible would go with me everywhere. It was the Word, it was the Word, it was the Word of light. It was the entrance of the Word that brings light, life, revelation, understanding, word. light to my foot and a, a lamp to my path. And I would take it with me and I would pray. Most of the time, when I don't know what to pray, apart from favorite verses in those days of lack of knowledge and ignorance, all that stuff. I would just take the Our Father, just pray that with everything in my being to this day, and then some more. And I remember so clearly that as a human being, with a nature, next week Elijah, with a nature just like ours, with a nature just like all of you, I also had my wars to contend with. I also had to clean up the shop of life. I also had to bite on my tongue. I also had to fast, not once, not twice, this year alone. Did many 24-hour fasts in a row like that till I felt I was too weak. And in the process, I dropped 12 kilos. But the, it wasn't the diet. It was the diet with a religious commitment to God. And I say commitment to God. 
to reach a target and to keep it. Discipline. And I disciplined my body in bringing it into subjection for all these years. As Paul says, lest I preach to others, I myself be found to be a castaway, 1 Corinthians 9, 27 and on. I also had my battles, I tell you. I never had anybody to talk to about my battles. Couldn't even disclose. I had to take it to the Lord and sort it out. I had to take it to bottles of water. I'd had to take it to times when Maud went out and I was now totally alone at home and I could walk the whole house and pray aloud at the top of my voice, calling out to the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, mortifying the deeds of the flesh. Because only the anointing can break the yoke. Romans 8, 13, if you buy the Spirit, mortify the deeds of your flesh. Question is, are you a spiritual man? Or what? Chadi kashnaveh chlabo leshlihi ruach kodesh. Men of the Holy Spirit. Then all this I'm telling you for another reason. I would now sit with whatever that stage of life development was. I had visions even to help me through it. Even visions. We can get into that, but I'm not now. I had visions that God said, battle this battle, I'll take you through it. Not once, more than once. And the Lord knows that. And I say to you today that the weapon of the devil against God's people is a thing called guilt. Not realizing as I spend time, about two hours this time with my friend, Dr. Apostle Papas, we had an intense discussion and I had to take him through the scriptures and he got quiet on the other line, took him through the scriptures, just quoting the scriptures. I said, you can write down whatever you want to do, but let me explain to you that you being baptized into Christ were baptized into his death People forget about the baptism also. Weet nie daar van nie. Gedoop, dit beteken onder die water en daar is die doop bad. You take your old man and you put it in that pool there and you put it to death and you raised from the dead. Romans 6, by the glory of the Father as Christ was raised by the glory of the Father. Romans 7, then you walk in the newness of the Spirit. Then Romans 8, 13, by the Holy Spirit there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for those who live according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. Christ Himself in His body. Verse 2 there, Romans 8. Mortify, judge sin in His flesh on the cross. Romans 8, 13. If you then by the Spirit mortify the deeds of your flesh, you cannot sin if you're under the Holy Ghost. Baruch atah Adonai, Adonai Elohim Tseboot, Ruach HaKodesh. Holy Spirit, come down upon the church in this hour. Too much carnality, too much worldliness, too much other things. What remains behind is a grave with just dust and a skeleton. But for the righteous, the gates of heaven. That's why I get so emotional if I speak about Lil Colette, the Jewish, young Jewess. She sings.
Lord, send me an angel. She sings Jerusalem of gold. Kijk, jouw haren staan op. And I want to tell you that with that, the key verse of my life is Romans 8:13. If you by the Spirit mortify the deeds of the flesh, gebruik die kracht van die Heilige Geest op jou leven. Some people don't even want to come to a prayer meeting. Well, it's not my little bit here. It's not my yellow dungness. You know, it's too much trouble for me to come. And I, you know, I've got things to go about. I can ask this, but it is. You know, I've got pain and scared in my lichaam. Here I am. Within a few months, I'll be 77 and I'm not sick. But I walk with God. And I've walked with God. And it cost me. And I had to fight this battle. Because you ask and you ask amiss, you receive not. Then on top of it, you don't ask right. How then do you ask right? I'm so glad that you asked that question. Because there's two things. And again, I would refer to a quotation I've given before of Professor Lennox at Cambridge. Mathematics, physics, mathematics. The man came to the Lord powerfully. And he, in one of his lectures, says, you know what, the, the truth alone, truth alone stands supreme like a pole above the water. Like a pillar book on the waters. Everything that is not full of the truth is fake. You are surrounded with a fake world. This week in research, I picked up something new in the reports that they now talk about deep fake. Deep fake is special, particularly applicable to those lovers of Facebook and all the other Instagram and all those where they publish their pictures and families and things. You know what they now do with deep fake? Artificial intelligence. They took that person's head off, put it on top of the person of somebody else and put them in a pornographic movie. And the newspapers begin to bleat with people that say, how can you do that to me? Artificial intelligence. Just sew another head on a body and then make that body do just anything. And calling deep fake, deep fake also, or deep fake also goes in terms of military plot propaganda. They talk all that deep fake too. There's a lot of deep fake around. There's a lot of deep fake. What is the motive of my life here on earth? Why am I living at all? This week, I've got a book and I write this just notes all the time. I've got tons of notes in here. And then now I've decided to start a new book and just about the prophetic. Net die prophetis. So you wildly write and you do the book and you write that and the things of the prophet and the things of the prophetic and you say, Lord. I was shocked by what I found concerning the prophecies and the scriptures, which I can't argue with. I see the scriptures, and it's confirmed in more scriptures. I can't argue with it. So I've been teaching about this since the beginning of the Bible school, and no, I can't nie. Not now. Next week. So, if, as... Professor Lennox says, everything else is fake. <laughs> you now watch the news 
And I watch the news too from the Israel perspective and I look at it and I see how that they get the news and I get it. And then I see about five, six hours later, then it picks up on the major networks. Always way ahead on the Israel news. And they tell it like it is there, that, 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 that. Now even the Orthodox Jews are standing in the queue, we want to join in. Because there are spirits at work, which I will also talk about next week, but listen. Jesus, in the beginning, John 1, was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld His glory. John 1, 14. He says, as the Word, the words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit, and the life. The letter kills. The letter kills. I've come to fulfill the law. But it's the Spirit that gives life. All scriptures speak concerning me. I see him on every page, every letter in the ancient and modern Hebrew, Hebrew alphabet. Just amazing stuff. The Word becomes flesh and dwells amongst us. The Word conquers the grave. We give our lives to Christ. We die in Christ Jesus. Galatians 2 verse 20, 26, 14 also. I have been crucified, crucified with Christ. Then baptized, left the old nature behind. Disempowered that old nature. Now by the help of the Holy Spirit, I mortify the deeds of the flesh as they come along. I said to Dr. Papa, I said to, said to him, listen here, Romans chapter number six goes on, it's got two, shall we sin? And then again in the middle, shall we sin? And then he says, God forbid, very strong Hebrew, a Greek text, they're very strong. And he speaks the Greek, so he speaks it in Greek. And then I get to the place where it says, likewise, because you are now crucified. How many of you are crucified with Christ? Let me see your hands. Let me now tell you, in Romans six, therefore reckon yourselves dead to sin, dead. Everybody say dead to sin. Now, if you get that, it kills that guilt conscience because you are mortifying the deeds of the flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit and it, it works that sin, guilt out of you. As long as you don't mess around with the word of truth. Now, you know what? I, I was listening to that lecture out there and I thought to myself, yeah, there's no nature. Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Word. John 3, 34, He whom God sent spoke the Word. The Word speaks the Word. When the Word prays, He prays the Word. The Word utters the Word. For God did not give Him the Spirit by measure. He had the Holy Spirit without measure. See? Then He says concerning His disciples, 
in John 17 is about to give the pivotal prayer of the ages as he says goodbye to the people that he loved so much. And he says to them, Heavenly Father, sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. Sanctify them. That means make them holy, set them apart. The people whose names are written in the book of life, set them apart. Make them holy people by thy word. Thy word is truth in the midst of a world full of fake stuff. Boom. So every new development in world happenings gets weighed against the word. Where does it find it in the word? Very easy. I find it all in the word. So I'm going like that all the time. And I see the scriptures and I go there. Now, one verse here. Of course, by now everybody found John chapter 14. I hope so. It's in the New Testament. And it's not next to the book of Zedekiah. It's in the New Testament with the Lamb of God. The Word has become flesh and the Word says, you know what, doubting Thomas says, Lord, we don't know, you know, where, where are we going, away, we don't know. He says, I go to the house of my father, the Lord now, to prepare a place for you. And when I've done so, I'll come back to fetch you and receive you unto myself, catching away of the church. The bride of Christ ready to depart. John 14 and 7. And he says, actually I'll take it a little bit earlier here. Lord, 5, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. So how can we know the way? And then Jesus, the word says, I am the Amplified Bible, only way. Did you hear that? Only way. And the real truth. Do you know that scientific facts are out there and then other facts arise that disprove scientific facts that they start all over again. Then new facts like right now in the development of a model of the universe and the origins of the universe, they found the whole thing ran skew and it is just wrong and it doesn't tally with what they can see through the modern telescopes. So now after 38 or 28 years of research and developing a supercomputer, they find the universe doesn't, the model doesn't work out for them. Science has facts, but the facts get blown out of the water. I am the only way to God. I am the real truth. I am the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. He is the Word. The closest to Him I can come is by carrying His Word, both in the inside of me and with me in my suitcase wherever I go, or even in my car's cubbyhole, I've got a Bible there, and I always go with the Word, no matter who says what. So now, 1 John 5. 
says these words. Let me see if I can get it for you and read it. 1 John 5. Maybe I get it. Maybe, just maybe, maybe. I hope I can. One John five and fourteen here. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask, praying, ask anything according to His will. How many of you today agree that this is His will for your life? I say this is the constitution of Little Falls Christian Center. I say it again: Constitution Little Falls Christian Center. No compromise. No compromise. What he says doesn't go or is an abomination. I say the same thing. Otherwise, if you're not in agreement with that, you'll have to find a new pastor because I'm just going on with a word. How many of you say you go on with a word? How many of you stand with me in the word? Raise your hands if you agree over the word of God in your own life. If we ask anything according to His will, then He hears us. How important therefore is it for you to pray and in your prayer life use the Word. I see somebody in trouble, they grab a Bible, go into a prayer room, sit with their Bible, search for a verse. Right? Because Romans 10 verse 7 says, So then, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, 17. And Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And then about verse 7, it says these words again. It says, it says, now, the word is near you. Romans 10. In your heart, I hope so, or in your mouth. So I've got the word right here. And I'm going to pray for somebody that's sick. Then the first thing I see is the Word. I climb in with the Word. The moment I touch the Word, I'm in harmony with God. Because I'm taking something of Him. The Son of God is the Word. And the Holy Spirit's all over the Word and through the Word, empowered through the Word and by the Word. Every letter of it. And I then begin to pray the Word to God the Father. The Holy Trinity is involved in my prayer life. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. These three are one. How many of you believe in the Holy Trinity today? How many of you believe in the resurrection of the dead? How many of you believe that this is not your final destination? How many of you believe that it's very important right now to serve God with all of your hearts? If you pray this book, you are quoting Him to him. Can you do that? I'm so glad you asked that. Isaiah 40, 40, 40, 46, uh, 47, 23 says these words. I, even I, am he who blots out thy iniquity. And I'm closing with this word. And will remember thy sins no more. Put me, God Almighty, in remembrance. And declare thou What? that you may be justified. State your case. Now, it's a legal terminology going on there. It's literally legal. Before the court of heaven, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, all the angels, state your case. 
Now, if I say, Lord, like Moses said, Lord, you know what you said. You promised this, you promised that, and I've done all of these things at your word. Elijah prays, I'll talk about him next week. He says, Lord, at the altar there, were altar of fire, Mohraka in the Hebrew. Uh, Lord, let these people know that everything I've done is at your word. So the moment you start operating according to the word, you see your prayers being answered. You see, when we pray on Sunday night here in this building, the prayer warriors preach here in the full armor of God, we take on the forces of darkness. What do we do? We strike out in the spirit with the sword of the spirit, the word of God, the word of God. You pray the word of God and to that measure, you find your involvement with God and you also find the power of God in your prayer life. Would you stand and give the Lord a praise offering? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a good praise offering. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Oh Lord, teach your people to pray the word. Always put the word first. For it is the answer to a broken and a perverted world system. We thank you Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. In Jesus Christ's name, all God's people said, love you all, see you tonight. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.